What's up, y'all? You already know who it is. And in case you don't, it's your girl, Queen, coming through from that NOLA, baby. Welcome to my podcast, Queen's Uplifting and Inspiring Podcast. I hope you're ready for this heat, because I'm coming in hot. Sit down and grab your seat. And like we say down here in the bayou, les ans, le bon temps, roule. That means let the good times roll. Alright guys, welcome back to another week of a dose of that Louisiana heat. It's about to be hot today. I hope y'all ready, grab your water, your ice chips, whatever you need to cool down because we coming in hot, you hear me? I have my girl, oh my God, my sis Tanya Renee Shaw in the building. Hey y'all. Hey y'all, listen there y'all, hey y'all, come on through girl, come on through. I got on my camouflage today, baby, because we about to go to war here. I had to put on my camouflage for this one. So I hope y'all ready to fight. I hope y'all ready to, oh, they bucket because they won't fight. Let me stop. Anyways, <laughs> but go ahead, sis, and introduce yourself to the people. Hey, y'all, it is your girl. My name is Tanya Renee Shaw, and I am just excited to be here. Um, I am an author of I am worthy eight building blocks to restore your self-worth at the trauma and abuse. And listen, I am just dedicated to get people restored and back to the feet of Jesus. That is all I have to say, because let's, let's get the people back to the feet. Ooh. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> so y'all know what that means. She about to give you the meat so you can get back to the feet of Jesus. Okay. Yes. All right, and the meat is that word. That's the word. Listen, That's the listen. word. She ain't giving out no milk. She giving out meat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I am super excited. Thank you so much for joining me on today. And our topic is so near and dear to the both of our hearts. We are talking about healing our bloodline. Like, yeah. girl, it is something um, amazing that God is just doing with the both of us. And so I have a copy of this book and it's so amazing. And it's just um, talking about healing, deliverance, and just, oh my God, healing your bloodline. Because there are so many different things in our lives that we go through. And like we were saying earlier, we think that it's, it's us. It's us and it's not. So I'm just super excited about just um, digging into this topic with you on today. And so I'm actually let you start it out because look, you're <laughs> our bloodline. Let's go. Well, listen, I when when you when you gave me this, I, I started thinking about healing our bloodline. So you know me, I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, what what do you want me to say to your people? And so I, as I began to think about healing your bloodline. When you heal your bloodline, that's what really literally breaks the generational curses. If our bloodline is not healed and whole, not only healed, because you have to remember the 10 that went to him, they got healed and only one came back. He said, now you be whole, but everybody else just got healed. So I'm, I'm going to take this slow today. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, so what I'm, what I, what I'm saying is this, is that when you heal your bloodline, when you ask the Lord to heal your bloodline, you're healing generational curses that you that was put on your bloodline even before you were created. As a matter of fact, even before your great great grandmother and them and them were created. 
There was something that was deposited inside of our bloodlines that when it got to us, it still had not been broken. And so, so it took us to get to this place and to get to this point for Juanika to say, no, 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 it won't touch my daughters. It won't touch my house. It won't touch my home. So I'm in the position in the place to say, Lord, heal my bloodline. Okay, Tanya, what do you mean? I asked the Lord, okay, Lord, how do you want me to tell your people this? He said, listen, healing their bloodline, it can only be done by my blood. So as he began to show me this, as I was studying for the topic, I said, Lord, what do you mean? He said, the same blood that was on the cross, the same blood that came down the mercy seat is the same blood that's about to heal your bloodline. So if there's anything that is going on in our bloodlines, it's going to take the blood of Jesus to really heal it. See, see, sometimes we go through and, and, and we think that we're healed. We think that our family are, are delivered and set free. But oftentimes we just surpass some things. But some, God help me. Be careful not to just surpass some things and not make sure and make sure that it is healed. Because if you surpass it, it could jump over you, but it could hit your children. Hey! So we have to get to the place where we destroy everything that has been trying to destroy our bloodline. That's why it says to destroy generational curses. We don't want to break them because if you break a thing, it has the opportunity to come back together. But if you destroy everything that is trying to destroy your bloodline, it cannot go to your children. It shall not touch your grandchildren. Mm. God heal my bloodline. God heal my bloodline. What does that look like? That looks like a joy that the world says she should not have. <laughs> do, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a peace that the world could not give you. Mm. That's healing my bloodline. That's healing my bloodline. So everything that came up against you, it came up against a, a brick wall because you've touched me, but you're not about to touch my children because I'm about to destroy you. Because I'm healing my bloodline. That's and as I was I was thinking about this all week. So last week I said, Lord, healing my bloodline. And it came to the woman with the issue of blood. In my suit Came to the woman with the issue of blood who had to go through some things. I know they talk about it in the Bible where she crawled through the crowd, but there's some things that we have to go through. There's some things that you have to go through in this season. There's some, there's some, there's some uh, rejection. There's some abandonment. You've been raped. You've been molested, but you have to go through some things. She had to go through some things to get to Jesus uh, for, in order for Jesus to heal her bloodline. So I started to think about this thing. I said, God, but there's nowhere in the Bible that I found yet that talks about her family, that talks about her children. So what do you mean healing in her bloodline. God then reminded me if she's there, she has to have a mother and a father. That's her bloodline. Ooh, girl. So, 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 so the same, so the same thing that she went after, after she going through everything that she went through, we, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly what, what she was facing as she was going through the crowd. It just said that she went through the crowd. A crowd is a bit, when I think of a crowd, what I think of is a lot of loud noise. What I think of is a lot of guilt. What I think of is a lot of shame. I'm going through this crowd. This crowd seems like a cloud in my mind. 
what I think of is it's like a cloud in my mind. So as I'm moving through the cloud and the crowd, I got to get to his feet, not only for me, but I got to get to it for my father. I know they don't talk about her father in the Bible. They don't talk about her mother in the Bible, but I got to get there because I know I need my father to be healed because I know I need my father to be delivered. I know I need my mother to be delivered. So I've got to get to Jesus, the feet of Jesus. The, the, the feet of Jesus. And I know the woman of the issue of blood. I know when she crawled through the crowd and she went through her storms, although she went to him last because the Bible talks about all the money that she spent. But I've come to tell somebody today, just because you went to him last, I'm just glad you went there. Hey, girl. Listen, sis, sometimes we have to get to the place to say, I'm just glad you got to him. However you got there, whenever you got there, I'm glad that you didn't wake up in the grave without getting there. I'm glad you got there because even though, even though it took you this long time, it, it, oh, oh, shit, Mondo. Oh, hold on. This is a podcast. Let me. Girl, you better breathe. Let me tell y'all something. So when I think about the bloodline, I always think about, my generation. I don't know all my great, 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 great grandparents, uh, but I do know the things that I'm battling with, it came from y'all. Mm. We got to be real. We got to be honest. And everything that my children are battling with, it comes generational. So it takes me to stand flat-footed and say, not in my house, not in my children. And I love my grandparents, but for some reason, they did not do that. For some reason, that they did not go. But it's our opportunity. God has placed us in this place and in this time and in this season and in our right mind to say, I'm killing every devil that was on my grandmother's life. Life. I'm killing every witch that was attacked to my father. I'm killing it because it shall not touch my children. When you talk about healing the bloodline, you're healing your bloodline, not for you. Yeah. You're yeah. healing your bloodline for those after you. Yes. Healing your bloodline for those that are coming, for those that are attached to you, for those that are under you. You are healing your bloodline, not for you, but for them. That, 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 that's what you're doing. And I often wonder, like, I went to my mother, my birth mother, because I don't know a lot about my birth mother. So I went to ask her, I said, hey, you know, I'm raggedy, right? But I've been called to preach the gospel. I said, are there any preachers in my family? Where did this come from? I want to know about my bloodline because although we see curses that come through the bloodline, but blessings also come through the bloodline. So we have to pay attention to that. So all, some of our blessings that we're receiving, it's because it came through our bloodline. Some of the curses that we're receiving, it's because it came through the bloodline. So I went to my mother and I said, hey, who, who, you know, any preachers? And my mother, Glyway, got offended. She got offended by my question. But all I wanted to do was understand my bloodline. See, that's what happens in our houses today. Whatever goes on in the house, it stays in the house. But it's us, Juanica, it's you that is called to shut that down. We have the right to speak out. I tell my children all the time, if I do something wrong, tell it. If they do something wrong, you tell because we have the right to speak out. When we speak out, we destroy the generational curses. Yes. The, oh, 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 I heard you, God. The generational curse of shut your mouth. Yeah, girl, you better. Good. That's, that's the curse. 
That's the curse. That's the curse. When you go all around, shut your mouth. Don't, 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 don't tell what you see. No, 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 no. That is a curse because when they grow up and they've been raped and they've been molested and they've been beat on and they hide in it, they gonna shut their mouth because you didn't plan it. A generational curse. But as I told somebody the other day, I said that we still have to understand that there is a capacity. There's a capacity that our parents and our grandparents uh, did not hold. They didn't have, they didn't have a, enough capacity to love us, to break the generational curse. They didn't understand that they were under a generational curse. What they understood was, I got to do this so I can live. That's why it's taken us to live a life that is holy and sanctified unto him. As when he speaks to us, we understand that it is his sound that can also break and destroy generational curses. But our grandparents didn't understand that. They didn't know where their next meal was coming from. They didn't know where they was going to sleep. My grandmother was beat for over 30 years. She did not understand she did not understand that if I don't, if I don't walk away from this, then my granddaughter Tanya is going to accept abuse, is going to accept it and not say a word. So that's what happened. That's what happened. I went into a relationship and I accepted it. And I thought he loved me. And I I won't, I, I was, I'm going to do a podcast and it's called I was in love with my abuser. I loved my abuser. That's because I seen my grandmother love her abuser. Then I seen my great great grandmother love her abuser. When is somebody going to break the generational curse? When is it going to stop? I decree and I declare. It's going to stop on this podcast. Hey! Somebody is going to be set free. Somebody is going to get whole. Somebody is going to get delivered when you release this. Because I'm telling you now that there is a weight. Oh, my God. There is a weight. There is a, I hear you, God. There is a weighty glory to bring back the minds of his people. How do we bring back the minds of his people? They have to be healed. Their bloodline has to be healed. Oh, how do you do that? How do you walk healed? And how do you walk whole? I believe for me in my own testimony that forgiveness, as our coach would say, is my super, is my secret sauce. Forgiveness is my secret sauce. Because if I can forgive my mother for abandoning me, if I can forgive my father for allowing me to leave at age 13, I, I if I forgive my abuser, I believe my secret sauce is forgiveness and forgiveness is attached to healing. How can you be healed if you ain't forgave? Hey! Your bloodline cannot be healed if you don't forgive. If you don't forgive your mother for abandoning you, you're contaminating your bloodline. Mm. If you do not forgive those who hurt you, those who despitefully use you, your mind is contaminated because while they're sleeping, you're up wondering, you're up, uh, you're up walking and pasting and, and not eating and, and telling people you're on a fast. No, you ain't fasting. You lying because you're suffering. 
You can't be suffering and saying, I'm healer, I'm the bloodline breaker. No, no, no. Let's, if you want to be a bloodline breaker, be the bloodline breaker. Go to your abuser and say, I forgive you. That starts a bloodline breaker. That, then you become a bloodline breaker. So that's what I'm talking about. We fight with demons. We fight in witches and we fight in warlocks uh, that we ain't never even seen before. Uh, this time and in, in this season, these things that we are battling with, these things that are coming up in our home, that's coming up, up, up against our children. It, 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 it's new to us, but it ain't new to the demons. It's new to us, but it ain't new to the spirit because they were in our mother's house. It was in our grandmother's house. It was with our fathers. It was in our grandfathers. So it's new to us. But the demon, but the demon said, I've seen this before and ain't nobody gonna stop me. But I've come to say the devil is a liar. On today, God is healing our bloodline. He's healing our mind. He's healing, he's healing our bodies. Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? I, I, I wrote this down. I said, why do our bloodline need healed? Whenever you go through any form of trauma, whenever you go through any form of abuse, whenever you go through any form of molestation, you need to be healed. Because if you do not be healed, you could be in the house all by yourself. You could have no family. It's just you with no children, should I say. And you're, you're battling with these things that, you have, that you're being tormented with yeah. these things that are trying to take over you because of the trauma that you've experienced. But what happens is the people that are in your bloodline, because they're in your bloodline, they're going to be affected. Yeah. You don't even have to see them for them to be affected. You don't even have to call them or talk to them. You don't even have to know them. But if they're in your bloodline, there's a potential that they could be affected. How do you know, Tanya? Because it's the same way as blessings. Some of our blessings are coming from people that that's in our bloodline that we ain't never met. Don't. It works the same. It works the same. I was speaking to my, to, my, to my birth mother and she stated, she said, you know, they, I don't know her family. She says, oh, we had a meeting, a Zoom meeting and somebody in her family left her some land, left them some land. And she was telling me about of land and they're having these family business meetings about who gets what and what gets what. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And in my mind, I said, I'm attached to generation, generational wealth that I don't even know. I don't even know them. So we have to understand that curses work the same way. Curses work the same way. But how do we get to the point where we identify what we're, what we're battling? We got to be in our word. We got to read our word to understand what spirit that we're battling with. So, and we, and, and, and when we're thinking, I know we were speaking earlier, we have to understand that we have to be open. If we're not open, I'm very transparent with my life. And I was talking to a friend of mine I, and she was like, hey, your family's just very transparent. I said, let me tell you something. I'm very transparent because I don't want another, I don't want another trick from the enemy to try to trip up my children. Mm -hmm. So when they when he when the enemy try to get them, they'll say, "Oh, I heard this before. Oh, I, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, my mama told me about that before." Because we have to understand that we're in a different time and we're in a different season. And there's devils that's coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Mm -hmm. That does we pray about the blessings, mm 
from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that there's he's blessing our bloodline. But we also have to keep our ears and our eyes open that the enemy is, is, is ready, standing at the gate to try to take your blessing. Yes. To try to tear your bloodline apart. Yes. But we have to move and, and we have to move and function in, 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 in the thought of I'm killing everything that tried to kill my great grandmother. Depression, I heard about you. Oh. You ain't coming up in here. Mm. And until we be intentional about, uh, about pulling down strong, you know, that is my favorite scripture, pull down every stronghold. Until we become intentional about pulling down strongholds, we're going to always just lay up under it. We're going to let it. I heard you, God. He said, if you do not pull down strongholds, it's going to pull you down. Ooh. Oh, I heard him. He said, if you do not pull them down, it will pull you down. So if we're not pulling down the thoughts of depression. That's why we're going to end up lying in the bed for five days, just laying there, letting it consume us. When the Bible says that he has given us the power and the authority to tread. To tread on what, Tanya? He's given us the power and the authority to tread on serpents. Tanya, what is a serpent? Anything that's trying to kill you. Hey, girl. <laughs> listen, you said it. I wrote it down. You said, you said, you said it. Listen, listen, you said it. This is about healing our bloodline. This is about healing our bloodline. See, some things have to be exposed so we can heal our bloodline. We have to unhide some stuff so we can heal our bloodline, even the way that we felt. So that when our children start battling things in, in just adult life, I can understand how they feel because I'm not hiding that I was in love with a loser too. Yes. You, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. That transparency heals your bloodline. Transparency can, oh, I heard you, God. Transparency confuses the enemy. It does. It does. Because even with that, at, my daughter is 14. She'll be 15 next month. I'm so transparent, mm -hmm. so open with her. Because just the other day I said something, she was like, oh no, uh-uh, uh-uh, she knows. Because right. I looked that devil in the eye and I said, no devil, that's the buck stops here. Mm -hmm. All generations that I knew about women were raped at the age of 15 and didn't say nothing about Jesus, Jesus. Dealing with depression, dealing with domestic violence. My grandmother was shot by a man. Jesus. Her life. Jesus. They talked about secrets. Secrets. Hidden. No devil. We exposing you. We taking mm -hmm. your head off. We not playing because you're not coming for mine. The buck yep. stopped here. That's why I'm not even upset that I had to go through any of those things that I had to go through. So my children won't That's touch good. You will not touch them. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. So that's, that's it. that it, it's it's so key. And it like mm -hmm. you say, you have to expose it. You have to talk about it. You have to look that devil in the eye and say, nah, devil. But man, I'm telling y'all, this woman that came with that heat today, baby, like y'all to got a whole, like I hope y'all, man, because I I didn't even want to stop her. And cause she was in it. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, because she's passionate about dismantling the plans of the enemy. Mm. 
It's important. It's important. It's important. It's important in our generation. It's important for our children. It's important for our future. If we don't dismantle him, he going to dismantle us. And I love what you said. You pull down those strongholds because if not, they're going to pull you down. And you're going to be mad at depression. You're absolutely right because I've been there. And when I tell you, because even with that, my, I, I did a little, some things in my stories and my mom said, yeah, because my mama said somebody put a hex on me. And you know, we from New Orleans, so they do the voodoo and the hexing and all yeah, that. And it's just real common. And so when I'm sitting up there and I'm laying in the bed that night and I thought about it and, and Holy Spirit said, yeah, she, she's right. Because remember when y'all moved and you went to Mississippi, your grandmother started being tortured by demons tortured by demons to the point she couldn't get out the bed to the point to where her mental mind state was just raggedy she was afraid to go to, to sleep at night she was tormented by the spirit of fear by the spirit of depression by the spirit of anxiety when i tell you she struggled yes. with severe anxiety panic to panic paranoia paranoia like it was so severe to the severest level she couldn't even go if I'm sitting here and my door's right here, she will be out of breath, just panting, lost for breath. If you walk in her room and say, good morning, she, like, she really thought somebody was spooking her out. The enemy being tormenting. So you know what? It's time. We're going to torment that fool. We let The buck stops here. I'm not playing no more. I'm not playing no more. And so that's why I go ahead and I just speak about everything whatever it is because we're not dibbling and dabbling no more absolutely you not are you out it, period period it's, it, our life is dependent on it our life is dependent on it and then when we get to him we're going to we're, we're going to face our father alone and we have to answer for why is why we allow this to be in our generation, our bloodline for so long, when we know in our right mind that we have the authority and the power to overcome it. But we, we lie down in the bed and allow it to overcome us. Mm. We have to answer for that. I know everybody like the scripture where the Bible says, if you ask me, I will answer you. When we get there, we have to give an answer. <laughs> mm. yes you, you know and I, I am I'm very passionate about it because I've seen my family struggle I've struggled and in, in, in my mind and 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 I've, I've just seen it and I went to my family my grandmother turned 83 um and I went there and I seen the generational curse that was in my family and I lied there and I was like why the Lord, why are you showing me this? He said, because this is what I need you to bring. And when God gives you a commission like that, you got to take that serious. You can't be in and one day and be at the club the next day. Mm -hmm. it, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable when you know that he's called you to destroy whatever this is that's trying to destroy your bloodline. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. We you know, I think it's important. Mm -hmm. We have to, and God be showing me things. And at first I was so, I, I was seeing things and I thought I was like, I'm bringing it to people. That's not where I'm at. So they told me I was tripping, but then God still showing me things. I'm like, what you want me to do with this? Because all of this is new to me, mm -hmm. all of this. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm just used to go and get a little fake message. All right, I'm happy and leave and still be bound. You know what I'm saying? But God wants us to bound. people to be free. Absolutely. He wants us to be free. And he's said, you have to dismantle what's been trying to dismantle you. That's Absolutely. why I, we, don't, we don't play with no devils. We take it mm-hmm. your head off straight mm-hmm. up like that. We like, man, it's, it's crazy. And I even love how in your book, you have the lies and the curses and all of that stuff right there and really just help the people and just break it down for maybe people that are just new and don't even know what these things are that we're talking about. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important. And, and in reality, there that is why a lot of people are falling at the feet of the enemy versus at the feet of Jesus because they do not know. Mm-hmm. We fail because we did not know. Our fathers and our mothers and our parents failed because we did not know. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the things that we're breaking and destroying in our generation, they couldn't do it because they did not know. Yes. You know, so, and I believe that when I was writing, when I was writing, I am worthy, the Lord wanted me to break it down for even a, a five-year-old can understand. If I'm battling with this, 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 this is a curse. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't think that I'm ugly. That's a curse. I shouldn't think that I'm worthless. That's a curse mm. that did not intentionally come from man, but it came from the enemy and he just used man. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Because when I tell you, and, and it's just all of us, our brown and our black girls, and even just Hispanic and just women, period. He's been trying to tear us down since we came because he hates us regardless because we are the fruit barriers we are we are life we bring mm-hmm. life and mm-hmm. so his job to try to destroy us that's why we have to destroy him because when I tell you girl I was five years old like Hi, what you know about being ugly right right you know about- I didn't know that no no feeling worthless feeling as though you don't deserve all of these different things and it was definitely curses because like I say, I look back and I'm looking at generational cycles. And even with this, I'm like, God healed me. And now I'm able to talk to my mom about difficult situations. Right. I'm able to talk to her. She's been holding secrets. These people long dating gone and you still holding on their secrets. Jesus. Mm-mm. Jesus. Mm-mm. No, we need freedom. We need healing. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need deliverance. Absolutely. We need love. Because even when you have all of those things going on in your life, you don't receive the love of God. Right. You think you're not worthy. You think mm-hmm. you don't deserve it. And you think that, well, how is he going to love me when the people that were in my life, they didn't love me. Like you say, they didn't love me enough to break this cycle. They didn't love right. me enough to break this curse. Right, right, right. Mm-mm. No. That's so we good. Have, girl. It's a good, this is a good topic. And I, I, I cannot wait to see um, the other ones that come after this. I believe that this is amazing. Um, I don't because- calm you down too much. I need to turn that fire back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's, it, I believe that it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and I, 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 you know, I'm a preacher, you know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I also want people not to only get leave with the hype. 
I want them to understand that there is something that they have to do. You know, it, I, I always tell people that you can, my father used to tell me this, you can lead people to water, but you can't make them to drink. You know what preaching does? It leads people to water. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and my passion for their deliverance leads them to water. But what makes them drink is their passion for their own deliverance. How do you know, Tanya? Because I was preached to, preached at, prayed over, prophesied to, but I didn't get delivered through them. I had to personally go to the feet of Jesus and say, okay, God, now I'm ready. It took me some trials to get there because of him telling me, if you don't, then you're going to die here. So we have to make some decisions. So even watching the podcast and getting to the end, I want people to understand this. Yes, you want your bloodline healed because it, 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 one, it's a, everything, everybody is saying it healed my bloodline. I'm a bloodline breaker. It's like a cliche right now, but I want to tell somebody this, don't make it a personal cliche. Hmm. What I want you to do is be the example to where you change your life and it breaks off generational curses by your family just observing you living what you say. Yes, yes. That'll break. That that'll break your bloodline. That 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 will heal your bloodline. That will break generational curses by people who thought they'll never believe in Jesus and they hear your sound and they say, "Hey, I want to know about Jesus." Yes. That's what that's that's why we do these podcasts. That's why we go live. That that is why we should push out what God has given us because somebody is waiting not to jump off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Somebody is waiting to say, "Why am I really burning this sage?" Mm-hmm. Somebody is waiting. I had a cousin. Um, my family is not. They don't really go to church and save like that. So I had a cousin who didn't understand not to burn sage. So I had to explain it to her, older cousin. I had to explain it to her. But if I wasn't living my life according to the word of God, she wouldn't be able to receive it from me. She'll still be burning her sage. But to this day, she don't do it no more and has repented of it. So that is why, that's what heal our bloodline. The life that we live. Yes. And the blood of Jesus. I heard the Lord. He said earlier, he said, the only healing for your bloodline is my blood. Mm. And because we had the, I know somewhere in the Bible, maybe Genesis 1 and 27, it talks about that we are made in the image of God. So that we should operate like him. We should carry his bloodline. So everything that's operating outside of his bloodline should see you and change their mind. Jesus. <laughs> That's good. If you walk your life according to the word of the Lord, people, family, friends, witches, warlocks, all the soothsayers, all these different people out here, they gonna change their mind when they get to you, Juanica, Mm -hmm. because you're living the word of the Lord. Because when they see you, they see the blood. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so I believe that it's an, it's very important that they don't under that they don't only understand that the blood that the that the bloodline needs to be healed, but their character do also. <laughs> I, I don't know where you going, because sometimes we can preach, we can pray, we can prophesy, we can do all these things, but uh, I know somewhere in the Bible it talks about I will say that I don't even know who you are. Mm. 
And we'll say, God, but we did this and we did that, but I don't know your name. That is the scariest thing for me is that I'm doing all of this. And then I get to my father and he don't even know who I am. Yes, yes. Because, because everybody that's attached to me, they're doing everything else outside of the will of God. Mm. Because you didn't live your life according when you were destined to be the bloodline breaker. Wow. And that's so powerful because even with that being said, God just showed me something when I did my live a couple of weeks ago and I didn't even want to mention it, but I had to because he was like, no, say it. Mm-hmm. So many years I've been in and out of these churches and people have been living their lives any type of way. I would, you're serving in a pulpit, but on the weekends, you in a sex shrine. You ain't just sleeping in, in no bed fornicating. You in the sex swinger sex club with all of these animals and rituals and all of that stuff. You're doing all of this. You you all doing offerings. And then you're going and you're going in a pulpit and you're singing and you polluting everybody in there. You letting out all your demons in there on everybody in there. And you're wondering why people can't get free. And you wonder that that's why God is raising up a real generation that will keep his standard. Because he has a standard. Absolutely. We can't operate in filth and then still think that we can just go before him any kind of way. No, boo, it don't go like that. Jesus. It don't go like that. That's why when I backslid, I tell you quick, look, yeah, I got saved. I was still, I was still new in the faith. I was listen, I will tell the truth. I was <laughs> Okay. And I banged feet. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Nobody had to sit me down. I sat down on my own. Listen, that, that's important. But if, when you when you said that and about the people that are that are preaching um in the pulpit, um, I don't the, the thing with that is when you were saying that, I started thinking about sometimes that. Okay, for us who, who know that we are called and we know that we have a personal relationship with the Father, Jesus Christ, you know, I like to make sure people know who I'm talking about. Yes. When we have a relationship with our Father, when we have a relationship with him, we know what we cannot do and will not do or don't even have a desire to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people can get into the pulpit and run ministries and do different things, and they may get away with it. They may get away with it for so long, but 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 us as individuals that know that our bloodline is count- maybe their bloodline ain't counting on him. Ooh. Maybe their bloodline ain't counting on her. But when you come and know that you've been through hell and back, when you know that you're fighting for your bloodline, you know I can't do that because my bloodline is counting on me. You may can do that, but I but because your bloodline ain't counting on you, you probably can go to the club, you probably can get drunk, you can probably fornicate, you can probably do all of that because your bloodline ain't counting on you. But I, I'm gonna love you anyhow, but I know I ain't going with you because my bloodline, I, ooh, cut it off, ooh, oh, cut it off. My bloodline is counting on me. Not only is my bloodline counting on me, is that he chose me. Mm. Oh, I hear 
you got it. And I'm the one that came back to you. I'm the one that came back to you after you healed my heart, after you delivered my mind, after I buried my husband, after I've been raped and abused and left for dead. I still came back to you so that I know that I know that I know that I'm in your hands. So I ain't doing nothing trifling. Mm-mm. Well, why not Tanya? Because you've done it before in the church and out of the church. How about that? But now I know I have a clarity that my bloodline is counting on me. My bloodline, your bloodline may not be counting on you. Mm -hmm. So you can probably, you think you can slip and slide and do whatever you want to do. But when the devil start affecting your family and you see that it's attached to you uh, because of what you're doing, Mm. you might change your mind. Jesus. The first podcast I done spoken tongues on. Jesus. I got be going up in tongues on a whole Monday. Okay. Like for real, baby. We received deliverance and healing our bloodlines and yours too. Because that's man, devil, you in trouble. You in trouble. You in trouble. You in trouble. Man. And so we just want everybody listening to this to really just take a look like because we ain't coming at you with no no i don't even know what to say it's real right and like you said the woman with the issue of blood she had to go through some things she had to go through some things she had to go through the crowd so we don't went through some things we don't went through the crowd we don't went through rape you don't bear with your husband i don't been raped i ain't you know mine still here thank god but i don't been through some stuff I had a big bag. Listen. Walking with it, thought I was Santa Claus. I had a huge bag. I had to unpack that stuff. Have to unpack it. So your bloodline can be healed. Yes. Yes. I had to go through. I had to ask my daughter a couple of months ago. I said, You don't be battling in your mind with the, you know, the pressure. Oh, no. I said, Well, thank you, Jesus. Listen. Man, at 14, I was depressed. At 12 years old, I was cutting my wrist. Jesus. I dealt that tormented spirit. That's that tormented. tormented my grandmother. That spirit came upon me, tried, tried to make me take my life. Jesus. Tried to commit suicide at the age of 12. Jesus. Jesus. No, no. What no. God? What God? I'm still here. And I'm going to stay. We're going to speak the truth and we're going to save souls. And you're going to give your life to Jesus because he's the only one that can save you. I'm going to tell you, I had money. I'm up in here buying the Louis, the Gucci, whatever it is you need. But at the end of the day, I still wasn't healed. I still wasn't whole. I still wasn't delivered. And I wasn't set free until I met a man named Jesus. And I went to his feet. Oh, Jesus. There's power at his feet. There's deliverance at his feet. There's healing at his feet. There's anointing at his feet. And the best one I like, there's forgiveness at his feet. When you get to his feet, you know that you are forgiven. Yes. Yes. I love his feet. You said something so powerful too, because forgiveness. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is everything. Can I tell you that when you were doing, when you did your book, and you were dealing with the, uh, you was doing your thing on Facebook Live and you was talking about forgiveness. I was battling mm-hmm. with unforgiveness. I didn't even know it. Jesus. I didn't even know it. I was battling with unforgiveness with people in the grave. I didn't even know it. Jesus. I was holding on to bitterness. My heart was so bitter and it was broken because, and I didn't even know how to release it. 
I didn't know how to release it. So God used you to help me get through that unforgiveness. Jesus, Jesus. Praise so God. God, keep doing what you're doing. Like I'm, I, I can't, <laughs> and I was, you know, mad with the world for my own, you know, cause I didn't know how to unpack my bag. I just started, I just learned this year I needed to be healed. And, you know, God had to really take me through some stuff for me to really sit down mm -hmm. and just, because I, and what you said something so powerful too, you could be delivered and not healed, not whole. And I was cast, getting them demons cast out, getting them cast out, but I wasn't whole. Mm -mm. I told mm -mm. until I released it. Until I started being transparent and telling my story. Until that I will help you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, girl, that's what that's what it is. You gotta get it out. You gotta release it. You gotta walk in forgiveness. You gotta get rid of that bitter, that anger, that resentment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It will heal your bloodline. Because because you know. Um, unforgiveness and resentment and anger that's actually adding to the the the, the pain in your bloodline it's, it's actually adding to the 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 contamination in your bloodline then if you're not healing your whole and you're not whole and, and you're still mad about things that has happened to you you're 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 adding to it you're adding to the contamination that's already been in your your bloodline. It's like you're you're just following the path of what everybody else did to you. I had to forgive my mother so I can love my children. I had to. I had to forgive my my rapist so that I can tell my children it's okay to love. Sometimes we we go through things so that they will never have to go through them. And if they do, go through them. God is going to give them the strength because they already understand it. It's when we hide our children. It's when we tell them, I've, I've seen some, some children where, where, where they're taught to fight back. Not if your kid get hit first. I'm sorry, it's recording. But I'm talking about as far as, <laughs> listen, as far as being picked on and, and all of that in school. And I tell my children, you hang, you hang out with people. You don't judge people. If, if, if they cripple, you still love them. If they're white, you still love them. If they black, you still love them. Because the thing with this is, is we want to, we don't know what's going on in their bloodline. Sometimes if, if I just give you a hug, it could break something in your bloodline. If I just text you and say, I love you on today, it done broke something in your bloodline because you ain't never received a text. Mm. I'm 38 years old and my mother just texted me this year and told me maybe she said I'm proud of you daughter it broke something in my bloodline wow. and I'm 38 years old so we have to be careful as the men and women of God that God has commissioned and has put us out here to preach his gospel to preach his truth. We have to be careful how we treat and how we handle God's people and how we teach our children to handle God's people. Yes. That, that's what breaks the generational curses. That's what heals your bloodline. If you hate forever, oh, 
The Bible says, if you don't forgive, my father won't forgive you. I need some forgiveness. Yes. I need him to forgive me every day. Yes. You, you know, because if you, if, if you walk around and you're not forgiving anybody and then something go wrong in your life and you want to, God, you're just, it's going up and it's coming back down. No, God, I need it to go up and you grab it. Yes. But you know, even with that, when I, I didn't know that me not forgiving allowed the enemy to condemn me. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah condemn you make you feel shameful and even forgiving yourself all of it all yeah of it. i had to forgive myself for doing stupid stuff to myself i was, Saying stupid tormented. Stuff. I was yeah. tormented because of unforgiveness yes mm. well thank god look freedom look good on you okay girl i know baby i'm gonna rest i'm gonna best up in this freedom here and i'm gonna tell the truth and all of it here like i ain't gonna lie <laughs> I just started walking in, you know, because we don't, first off, when you're not around people that's transparent and open, they're hiding, they're pretending as though things have not happened with them, or they just want to teach what they want to teach, but not help you get free. You don't know. And I didn't know about walking in real freedom. I didn't experience real freedom until I actually, I ain't even going to you know, but you know, till I join, yeah. So that's when I started walking in real freedom. That's when I realized that I had some stuff that I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I started allowing God, cause I went to him and did, but I was pulling back and I'm pulling back and I'm pulling back and, you know, and then I really just sat down and said, you know what, God work on me, fix work me. On me. It ain't mm -hmm. nobody, it's me. Mm -hmm. It's me, fix me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to counseling, I'm blaming everybody. Look, that's, yeah. You know, not, no, God, uh -uh, mm -mm. I still got some resentment. I got some unforgiveness. I got all of this stuff. Let me get it out. Some anger. Let mm -hmm. me get it out. Work on me, God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just truthful about it. I, it is what it is. I had devils in my closet that I ain't never look at. Listen, listen. I ain't look at them devils. I ain't look at them demons. Like, no. No. Listen. Uh -uh, I've been warring all my life, but still, I still didn't know. I was fighting stuff, and I ain't even know. No. The hidden things. And, and that's important because if you ever think about it, whenever you, um, whenever I don't know if you experience this, but if you ever go through any type of counseling or anything like that, and you're battling or something in your mind, they tell you, check your home. Because what happens is if somebody leaves something in your home, they trespass in your home. Right. So so the, the, that's how demonic forces work. That's how the enemy work. He deposit in hidden places. Mm. And, and, and if you never go to that hidden place to find what he deposit to get rid of it, then it's still going to give you headaches. Let me. So, so that's the same way in the natural is the same way in the spirit. I don't go every in everybody's home because if you go in a lot of people's home, or I don't allow, allow a lot of people in my home because you they could deposit things in hidden places, unintentionally and intentionally in hidden places. And if I never go looking for it, I'm battling in my mind. I got headaches. I, I'm trying to figure out why I'm waking up angry. It's because I never went to go clean out my hidden places. Jesus. Mm, mm. And, and that's that's natural too 
So if you go to counseling and they say you're getting a lot of headaches, well, if you go to a spiritual counselor and they know how the demonic forces work, they'll say, hey, you need to go get rid of some, if you were in a bad relationship, you need to go get rid of some stuff because he probably left something in your house mm -hmm. that's still attached to a demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. And if you don't dispose of it, then it's going to still torment you. Yes. yes. If I can't sleep at night, I get up and I start walking around my house to figure out what's in my house. Mm -hmm. Because if something's in my house, we got a problem. Yes. Yes. Treat our bodies like that. If I can't sleep at night, I'm in my word because I want to know what's in my house. Mm -hmm. What am I struggling with? What did I do? What did I say out of my mouth? Because a lot of our trouble, a lot, a lot of what we're going through, a lot of our unworthiness is some things that somebody told us that we repeated. <laughs> you told me I was nothing, so I repeated it. You told me that I'll never survive it, so I repeated it. Sis, I'm just saying, child. Sis, you done said, you done <laughs> Girl, you delivering the people today. Like, girl, you, you ain't gave me homework. This thing that came and gave me some homework. Like, oh my God, but you're absolutely right. We got to check our homes, like the house, your house. Make sure your intact. Make sure your heart intact. Make sure, you know, I'm around here looking now, like, man. Because I remember somebody came and visited before they, they left a couple of hours later, everything going ahead. Why? I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just not getting back on track. And that was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, they hide and they, they, they hide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, man, man. <laughs> It has definitely been a treat, sis. I am just, I'm just so full off of this right here. I hope the people are blessed. If they ain't blessed, you so blessed. And you like, I mean, my baby, leave it over here, girl. I got, I'm just, I'm, God, I ain't even gonna stand with peace in the spirit, but I'm not. But it has definitely been just um, a powerful time. I appreciate you and you a powerhouse. Man, let the people know exactly how they can contact you and what you have going on. All right. Hey, y'all, listen, thank you so much for joining us on today. I'm so excited. Please um, make sure that you share this podcast, okay? Um, but again, my name is Tanya Renee Shaw, and I am Tanya Renee Shaw on Facebook, on all social media sites. Um, you can go to Amazon if you want to order my book, or you can go to my website, which is tanyareneshaw.com. And I am just so excited to be here. I do have a podcast coming out. Um, it'll be out soon. So you will see a lot of advertisements. I'm actually doing a series. So make sure you follow me also. So you can What's be a podcast. Oh, let me get ready for that. <clears throat> <laughs> no, for real. It's ladies, truth be told where we talk about, truth be told, I've been through abuse, I've been through trauma, and I almost lost my mind. So sometimes we always tell when we're on the other side of it. Although I'm on the other side of it, but God has brought me back to, in, in my mind, memories of it, so that I can tell you the truth. The truth is, I didn't want to leave him. 
Mm. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to bring women in. We're going to bring Juanika in. Her book is coming out. So we're going to bring her on and mm. we're going to talk about it because in reality, we get delivered by truth. Yes. The Bible says that the word, uh, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm-hmm. Truth. Testimony should be your truth. So when we speak our truth, when we tell what God has done for us and how he's healed us and also how we felt in the midst of that healing Mm. and when we were going through it, listen, I got some topics. That's why I'm, I'd be like, he's just a little touchy, a little shaky. You know me, girl, I'm excited (laughs) about it because I love that raw. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what, that's what we need now in this day and age. I need to let you know, girl, look, I was in there. I was sleeping with the man and the woman. I had the, I had it all. I had the pills in my purse, the weed in my, I need to let you know, but God delivered me from me. I ain't gonna shine, no. Listen. I'm gonna let you know who he is. That just shows who he is. Yeah, I was filthy. I was raggedy. Yeah, but he did it. I ain't even went looking for him. I found him on my floor while I was struggling with a, a 10-year opioid addiction. Listen. At the rehab, I was the lady with the issue of blood. Went to rehab, went to everybody, trying to give him more medicine, all of this stuff. But he came around me and I touched the hem of his garment. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. So I'm just super excited about that. Um, man, this this has been amazing, guys. And we will just catch y'all next week for another dose of that.